0: Production. This is the Rush Hour with A.B. and Elliot's podcast. Still no A.B. off Crook, producer Luke. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, I'm actually going to America at the end of this year. Oh, really? I don't know if I've ever spoken no. about it or mentioned Tell it. me more. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, so I'm going for about a month, I'm going to eight different locations. Uh-huh. Tampa, Florida, Philly, New York City... Boston, Washington, Charlotte, Jackson. Yeah. Finishing in Salt Lake City, which a lot of people tell me, oh, it's a pretty boring place. There's not a lot there. My favourite basketball team is there, but I have got almost a week there to finish the trip. I had the Winter Olympics there in 2002. Yeah. And that's, there's stuff in the museum for that, so that's on my um, my list. Was that the year Bradbury won? Or was that- yeah. Oh, and Elisa Camplin. Yes. Of course, she was very famous at the... Uh, The aerial
1: skiing. Yep. um, She did the big jump things. One of the great events. Um, And then an ambassador
0: for Wrigley's Chewing Gum. (laughs) (laughs) Do they still exist? Extra. Oh, he's Extra Wrigley's. Yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. Found out today just via a YouTube video. Salt Lake City is the home of the first ever... Kentucky Fried Chicken, or KFC, oh. shop. So, that is absolute first on the list. They actually have the original suit of Colonel Sanders in like a glass frame there. Oh, really? Original menu. They do the original chicken that they did back in the day. I know yeah. the menus famously never changed in terms of the chicken recipe, but... I had no idea. So it's still a working restaurant? Apparently you can still get chooked there, yeah. That's cool. Mixed in with all the science stuff inside it. So I wanna try and get an interview while we're there. I think in the States they do like a KFC like buffet.
1: Like it's a like you know how we used to have the the Pizza Hut buffets? Yes. I'm pretty sure KFC do that in the States. That's dangerous. That would be incredible. I think they I think it's true. I'll, I'll, and I'm sorry if I cause you extreme distress and disappointment if it's not.
0: Well, it's gonna be distress either way, because if it doesn't exist, I'll be sad. If it does, I'll be eating my way through <laughs> all of the secret herbs and spices. That's <laughs> outstanding. I had no idea. Yeah. There'd be places like that in Queensland where, you know, the first ever this was born or the first ever that happened. Uh. We should chase down. Well, you should chase her down because that's hard work. <laughs> okay, cool. And then we'll thanks. do it on here and look like the heroes. I know Akira in um,
1: the Gold Coast is where one of the last pizza hut or you can eat buffets really? was. Really? Yeah, I don't
0: know if it's still operating. I only ever went to one once. <laughs> oh, really? It was fun, but i I had to be that guy, yeah Overrated. you no. I'd take Sizzler any day of the
1: week I um yeah, I have definitely been I remember when we were kids we got taken to I think the buffet at Crown right there's a, there's a buffet at Crown where you can take your family it's family friendly or whatever in Melbourne in Melbourne yeah. but uh, I overdid it and as a 16 year old boy I was hunched over the side of the Yarra oh. River oh.
0: <laughs> Oh, was that? Yeah, was that? Uh, I actually frustrate myself with my inability to tackle buffets properly. Maybe we can speak to a professional buffet person one day, and I'm giving you a lot of homework right now. but Because I'm someone that can eat a lot of food, I feel like I can, but I think it's yeah. over a long period of time. Yeah. In in one hit, I'm useless. I can do two plates at a buffet and I'm done. Buffets give
1: you a two-hour time limit as well, Max, yeah. really. Like it's it's a lot of food that you got to fit in in that two hours.
0: Yeah, I'm not a buffet guy. And it, actually saying that out loud, I feel like less of a man, but I'm not. I really enjoy good buffets. Though, mm. but where yeah. is Queensland's best buffet? Maybe we can find that. That's more home. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway, you okay. got a fair bit to do on the show today. Yeah. Uh, let's look at some of the things we punched through. There was a, a baby that was named by influencer parents in the states that had, oh, I think, a lot of regional Queenslanders upset, particularly myself. Um, what else do we have? Oh, we had um, Gus Wallen yes. from Team Triple M on on the cricket that is coming up. Of course, uh, as we record this, Australia are about to play Afghanistan. But also, he's a nominee for Australian of the Year.
1: Yeah, so I guess New South Wales uh, gave their Australian of the Year nominations. Uh, was it? Yeah, it would have been yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, Queensland ones it tomorrow night. Actually, on really? Wednesday. Yeah. Our mate Curtis Raymond, he's up for Young Queensland Young Australian of the Year. So if he'll find out tomorrow if
0: he's in the final short list. Yes, so okay. if he
1: if he is the Queensland yep. Young Australian of the Year, he yep. will be in the Australian of the Year nominees, which will get announced on Australia Day next year. And
0: Gus is old Australian of the year. Well, just Australian, just of, the normal year. Age just Australian, Australian of the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't qualify for young anymore, basically. That's upsetting for him, but no outstanding achievement. Gotcha for life is the mental health charity he runs. Also, we broke the one rule that you never meant to on Melbourne Cup day in the world of broadcasting is you don't talk to the punters, you don't talk to the drunks after a massive day. We met a bloke in Gladstone yeah. that was everything I was hoping for and more. And I'm sweating on this phone call from the boss that I'm waiting for. Oh, he's wonderful. He's towards the end of the podcast. So I think you'll enjoy that one. Hopefully, we'll have AB back on deck tomorrow. She's got you know a temperature of a thousand at the moment, yeah. so I don't know. I think hopefully she's slim. good.
1: I've got some good guests lined up for tomorrow, so I hope she's back. Who have we got tomorrow on the podcast? uh, Jared Goundry. The comedian. He's a comedian. He's going to be performing in Townsville, Cairns and Brisbane over the next
0: week or so. Nice. Is he the one that he does the military? Yeah, he's an ex-defense person. So uh, I think
1: a lot of his his jokes will be uh, good quality for the defense community. Who else you got? Um, You said
0: lots of good guests. Yep. Don't leave me with one. Yep. Tomorrow on Triple N- Owns on the podcast. You'll have, have to find out. Jared Goundry, also along with Jared, you're going to have locked in for us on a wonderful Wednesday, the gorgeous Jimmy and Nate from our very own listener podcast company. Yes. Uh, they are doing some awesome stuff with Movember. They, they're like the... Well, I, I hate using this term because it's a wanky term. For me, they're the two best up-and-comers in radio that we have. Yeah, right. Like, I, I've... I've known these boys for quite a while. Yeah. I've enjoyed watching their meteoric rise. They're very funny. They're very slick. Their podcast, again, you can listen to it, Jimmy and Nath. They got a show on our, our hit network as well. Yes,
1: that's right. They're in, I uh, think they do the nights and stuff.
0: They are incredibly funny, talented young men, and they are joining us yeah. just after four tomorrow. So much on the podcast. So much. Look at you locking things in. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, hopefully AB's back. We'll talk to you then. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. AB. He's still off crook. Producer Luke joins us. Elliot, uh, the Melbourne
1: Cup, it's the race that stops the nation. But potentially, it's stopping less people. I think there's a little bit of a thing against, you know, say the whole nut to the cup thing, and some people oh. just aren't generally interested that's in the, the Melbourne. And some people just aren't interested in the Melbourne Cup at all, right. and that's all right. Funnily enough, only one take, only one TV station is broadcasting the race. There's a whole other what station? Channel Ten, the best one. And the Channel Ten is broadcasting the Melbourne Cup, but uh, on the other stations, this is what you would have missed uh, if you were watching. The Melbourne Cup, all right. So, uh, Channel Nine—they yeah. were showing an episode of *Pointless*, the British game show hosted by Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman.
0: Our first category this afternoon is song titles. <laughs> Can you all decide in your pairs who's going oh to go first, God. who's going to go second, and whoever's going first. Please step up to the podium. Even the nut to the cuppers are switching that off and going back to horses. Have you seen this show no, before? I don't think uh, I shall it's be.
1: Basically, contestants are aimed to score the fewest amount of points possible by guessing the least popular answers given by people in polls on various subjects. So it's right. like the reverse of Family okay. Feud. Uh, over on Channel 10, they were obviously broadcasting the Melbourne Cup, but yep. on one of their other stations, yep. 10 Peach, they were showing episode 3, Season nine of Seinfeld: The Serenity Now. What happened here, Kramer?
0: Serenity Now. Serenity uh, Now.
1: Kramer. Jerry,
0: didn't hear you come in. Yeah,
1: the uh, yeah, the children—they've—they've—they've they've, they've done some redecorating.
0: One of the greatest TV shows of all time. I feel like even now it holds up. It's still funny. Yeah. Oh. Seinfeld's great. great. You can episode. watch it. You can watch it any
1: day of the week, yeah, and but that's, no what one cuts on. Yeah. that's what you could have. That's what you could have been watching over on. What else Peach. do we have? Uh, the ABC was showing yeah. Question Time. Thank you, Minister Senator Lambie. First supplementary. Defence public servants, <laughs> how going? <great laughs> For God's <laughs> sakes. Yeah, no further questions here. Uh and over on 7-2, <laughs> yes. uh, there was a repeat
0: oh. of Creek to Coast. Oh. Got him on, got him Our on! Man. This is Out of Town
1: with Scott Hillier. Can't be this sort
0: of stuff. The greatest adventurer in Queensland, uh, Scott Hillier.
1: A five-star adventure, I should say. Wait, is he on tomorrow? Uh no, he'll be on, on Thursday. Is when we have a chat to him.
0: I'd oh, tell Today's Oh, Today's only Tuesday. For God's sake, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone had a wonderful time betting on the horses responsibly and winning on Bite Your Mum or whatever the horse... Without won. a fight. Yes, the one. All right. <laughs> to, to those that set the standard across the state, I, I want to know what you achieve before the sun comes up. It is, It is not lost on me that the really, you know... Up there, go-getters. Whenever if your alarm's going off at 3.30, <laughs> you're ticking off half your day before the sun even has a chance to fart. And I look, I did breakfast radio for a long time, for 10 years. I'll never do it again. Yeah. I hate it. I'm not a morning person. I'm my body clock wants to be awake at about 9:30, 10 o'clock. I'm a sleeper in I really am. I'm a stay-up later sleep in A mutual friend of ours, uh the great Michael Morgan, Cowboys yes. legend, him and his wonderful wife Bree have started a, a 4.45 run club and yep. he keeps, t- uh, he sends me messages saying I'll <laughs> see you tomorrow, can't wait to <laughs> Michael, there's no chance but he tells me, he, 4.45 he does run club and yep. then he goes and has breakfast and then they will do the kids drop-offs to wherever they need to go, then he might mow the lawn, then he'll walk the dogs and this is all before anything can happen in the world. It's great. I don't understand you, but what time do you get up? Uh, 5.30 most mornings. Okay, it, what, what time does the sun come up? <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well I mean now it's summer it comes up considerably earlier than Before that. Before 5.30? Yeah, right. but in winter, 5.30, yeah, it's still dark when I'm up. I don't understand. I, my body doesn't want to do that. And I get some people have to because you have jobs and kids yeah. and responsibilities. I don't, which is why I want to learn about you.
1: I, I don't have to get up yeah. that early. yeah. Uh, That being said, I am most of the time going for a run in the morning And in in North Queensland. It's too hot after the sun comes up to be running for a long
0: time. So that's why I do it. There's people that literally go to work and then they'll do exercises and they'll get the kids up and make lunches and, oh, I'll put a stew on for tonight. Incredible human beings. I want to meet them. That's all. 13353, what do you achieve before the sun comes up? The real Queensland is setting the standard. So slack asses like me can do not a damn thing. Let's
1: go to Harvey Bay on 13353. Colin, uh, you're an early riser, mate. Tell us your story. Mate, um, I'll probably go to bed about 9, 9.15 at
2: night, yeah. and I'll wake up at around midnight like I've slept all night, and I'll stop all night uh, building things in, in the man cave, uh, listening to Luke, and um, then I'll go to work all day, come oh. home, Luke, Luke Boner, Luke not Bonin, producer Luke. Not me. <laughs> I'm seeing
0: see, see, get a podcast. Right. Building yep. things like what in the man cave? Uh, bird nest, um, pots for orchids, um, bird feeders, stuff like that. So, Colin, you're telling me you fire off three hours sleep a day or a night? A, d- a day. And you've, you're, just, you're yeah. not losing your mind? But I don't think I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that can't be, anyway, Colin, see a doctor. Um, that can't be healthy.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think three hours is, is the recommended amount of sleep God by sake. any means, no. All
0: right. Uh, Rob is in Tanham Sands. Rob, thanks for joining the Rush Hour. You're one of those people that achieve a lot before the sun farts. What are you doing?
2: Oh, look, yeah, I, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, go to bed around about 8.39, <laughs> and listen to Luke Bono. He's a cracker. Yeah. He gets some weirdos on
0: there. But he, he gets some great calls. If you <laughs> if you ever awake that early, you've never listened to Triple M in, in the mid-dawns, switch on Luke Boner. You're right. The callers he gets, oh, my God. Probably people like you, Rob.
2: Oh, look, I, I get on there try to win the frigging shirt, but I can't get the song right.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're awake not, listening to the Boner outside of that. Uh, look, yeah, so I,
2: I just can't go to work straight away. I, like it. I don't start work till six o'clock. Yeah. It takes me about 25 minutes to get to work from where I am. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm one of these people that can just get up and then go straight to work and get straight into it. I've just got to ease into it. So, yeah, I, I,
0: I, I, I'm dead set, and I know I'm a terrible, boring, slack person. I'm so tired still at nine thirty in the morning. I can't be out showering before coming to work. I literally, I'm, I'm wake up, get dressed, get in the car, go well, to work see, within ten minutes. You and Rob aren't all that different. It well, takes we well,
1: it takes Rob about two hours to get ready for work. It also takes you about three hours to get ready for work. It's just that your three hours starts at nine a.m. and Rob starts at four.
0: It does sound like he potentially has a job that is labour intensive, whereas <laughs> mine is. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of that might be. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.
1: Elliot, we do love an uh, influencer naming their baby something weird. Do we? Here on the Rush Hour. Yeah, we love it. We, I mean, we like talking about it, and that's oh. exactly what we're going to do now. Can't say I'm a massive influencer guy. <laughs> uh, Amer- an American couple. Yeah. Um, they are uh, influencer the parents, allegedly. Uh, Rachel and Jordan Flom. They're expecting triplets in January, and in a video on their social media they revealed the names of their three triplet boys
0: brisbane lee so it might be bris for short and where we got this one is so lee is my middle name and then i lived in brisbane australia for six months and it just meant a lot to me
1: Brisbane Lee is the name of just one of the triplets, by the way.
0: Okay, I I have a few questions. (laughs) Names again, those in the parents' names? Uh, Rachel and Jordan. What's her name? Flom. Okay. Rachel and Jordan Flog. Uh, a couple of things. <laughs> How do you become influencer parent? Like, I don't understand what <sighs> makes you famous as a parent. I think um,
1: you, it's an aesthetic thing, you know, like the, the, the parent oh. aesthetic. Like oh. like they dress their kids all the same and they take family photos <laughs> on their holidays. and
0: I hate the world. That okay. kind of thing. Um, other side of it is he says uh, Brisbane is so special to him. You, you were there six months. Mate. Yeah. You, you were there half a year. <laughs> in in Sorry, I don't mean to be offensive. We broadcast to some beautiful parts of this state, right? We don't broadcast to Brisbane. Brisbane's one of the worst capital cities in Australia. (laughs) You're you're an hour from the beach. You've got the dirty brown big snake, got some great, you know, sporting events and whatever outside of that. Mate, oh, this is the other side of it. I don't understand, and I swear it is a modern day thing as well. And I know I'm old fashioned, and I know I'm sound like I'm yelling at a cloud. But what's wrong with normal names like John and Paul and Peter and Ben and Elliot and Luke and Lum? So the other, <laughs> the other names that they chose
1: for the other two boys were yep. Lachlan, but Lachlan Lachlan's is spelled L O K L A N. Okay. And then the third kid's name is Wilder, which it's it's quite... I feel like that's a very American name. But
0: you know what I mean? I feel like it's now a competition to, oh, I, I'm going to call my kid Fantapop just because it stands out. Yeah. The kid's going to get picked on. Wow. Well, I mean... Go back tradition. Every kid gets picked on, let's be real. I love tradition. Go back, you know... <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, if, if I have 12 kids, they'll all be boring names. Jack. Okay. <laughs> Matt. Mike. Craig, that's <laughs> if they're all boys. <laughs> they're all boys. I, I, I haven't got the girls' to out yet. We get there. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. I made a decision a little while ago to combat these Queensland summers by I just started shaving my head. I have actually got a full head of hair normally it's
1: funny that you're saying to combat the queensland summers i mean yeah. you have lived in queensland and hot climates for most of your life and you've only just started doing it a couple of months ago
0: but here's the thing i, I don't cope well with summer i actually hate summer with right. passion and you're right grew up in the torres strait then schooling years in cairns you spent time in towns or here there and everywhere i still don't deal well with the heat which is why i thought well one thing i can tackle is the hair on my head it's thick it's annoying i started shaving it off when i started doing that from friends online that are not bald by choice mm. a few of them were upset with me which yep. is not something i expected to get i got some messages from people that were genuinely upset saying you know that you have a full head of hair why would you do that and for me i'm like why well, i don't i don't look at bald or non-bald as more attractive <laughs> or not attractive sure, i just yeah. not something i thought about right there's a twist to this, tale. So I've been shaving regularly ever since, the last few months, right? Right, yeah. Easy. I always wear a hat anyway. I don't go out in public, so it doesn't really matter what I do. I'm never wearing nice clothes. Are you
1: going to a hairdresser, like a barber, or are you doing it yourself?
0: I go to the barber. In between going out of the barber, I just do it myself. Right. It come with an issue. I check, and this is confirmed by my partner, since this has all happened, whether it's coincidence or not, I now have a relatively large bald spot oh, <laughs> on the top of my crown. <laughs> Now, uh, how obvious? How big? Uh, how, yeah. it, I'll show you in a second, okay. but it's it's a, it's not quite fryer tuck, but uh-huh. it's it's like a little circle up the top, quite clearly right. a balding patch. So it would seem that the moment has now arrived, and I've done a whole deep dive online, and I don't know whether there's truth to this, but people were saying on Reddit forums and whatever that repetitive shaving or getting rid of hair yeah. can cause damage to the follicle, which could cause hair loss. Again, don't know if there's any sign behind that. It seems to have happened to me. And now I no longer have the choice. I want my hair back. I get it. Yeah, but I mean, like, so you've been doing it
1: anyway. So yes. now now you're yes. just, like, it's just not going to be there. So it's fine. No, right?
0: no, no, here's the thing. I was cool with getting rid of hair when it was a choice, when uh-huh. I knew I could grow it back any state. Now I get it. Yeah. Now I've entered the my bald brethrens out there right across the state, shout out wherever you might be. I have bald friends that started going bald at the age of 18, some even earlier. Yeah. The moments now hit me and I get it. I get the pain. I am. I cannot describe to those of you that I haven't met across Queensland how ugly a human being I am. I don't have a lot going for me physically. Now to not have the option of growing hair back, I don't get it. Well,
1: so what are you going to do? Are you going to grow it out? Are you going to keep shaving it bald? Or are you going to trim your beard and paste it at the top? Or like what's go?
0: I've got back hair. I've got. I've got shoulder hair. I've got hair on parts of my body that shouldn't be. A transplant potentially an issue. But for now, I'm just going to be a hat wearer for the end of days. <laughs> okay, so nothing's changing in that case. We're in the fallout of another Melbourne Cup without a fight. Was this year's winner, as you told us before, Luke? Um, There's something I'd like to do today that I've actually never done in all my years of broadcasting because we're always told we're not allowed. Well, (laughs) today there's no rules. (laughs) Well, that's not true. You're the head of this ship. You're the boss of this show. You're the lead producer. You're the executive producer of Triple M's Rush Hour with ABNL. I need you to hear me out. What I want to do on 13353, to those of you that are heading home right now from some sort of Melbourne Cup event, you may be inebriated. I'd love to get you on air. I'd love to speak to these punters that have had a day just to see where they're at. Whether they're taking tomorrow off, whether they have plans this evening, whether they've already fallen asleep in the back of the Uber. And okay, uh, one okay. triple three five three. Punch is on your way home. Now is your chance to call the rush hour and say whatever you like. I just what you know, like as what you said. What could
1: go wrong? <laughs> what <laughs> could go wrong? What won't what go could wrong? What can go wrong? I just I'm concerned because, yeah. like you said, yeah, I'm the person that has to answer to the bosses when you guys do
0: something a bit rogue. Exactly. So it's not my fault. No,
1: I just want it to be
0: on the record. Be fine. It's no. It'll be fine. One triple three five three punches on their way home whether you had a maybe you had a massive event with your work family in rockhampton today and you're in the back of a a maxi taxi together you've had responsibly one to 40 beers (laughs) how did they go did you have a win did you have a loss? Plans tomorrow. Plans tonight. How we feeling? We awake. You look after the kids when you get home. I don't know how this all works.
1: There is a high chance that they're too inebriated to use a phone, but anyway,
0: let's see. Most of them might already be home asleep. I don't know. One triple three five three punter's that are heading home now after a large stay. Let's break down those barriers. Do the one thing we're not meant to and have a conversation. With you on Melbourne Cup Day, <laughs> no, and the boss has already yeah. texted me saying,
1: "Careful yeah. for who you put on air," because uh, I'll have to. I might have a meeting tomorrow. Well, basically. the bosses can
0: get stuffed. If you're in the back <laughs> of an Uber, maybe you're still sitting at the pub and you can hear the rush hour blaring in the background. Hey, let's catch up. You've had a large day. Let's get through the rest of it together. One triple three five three. Welcome to the Rush Hour. What's your name? Mel. Mel, what's going on, brother?
2: Well, oh, brother, I'm a winner, and winners are
0: grinners. Where, whereabouts in the state are you calling from, Mel? I'm calling from Gladstone in Queensland. And tell me a little bit about the day that you've had. Well,
2: my wife, she went to the um, Queen's Hotel to have lunch with her female friends, Yeah, and I went. To the RG, and met out with the uh, all the old fellas.
1: What time did you get to the RG, Mel?
0: Ah, uh,
1: wouldn't have been until about twelve o'clock.
0: Okay, so you've had maybe you know three or four beers. <laughs>
1: oh
2: yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> how'd you how'd you go on the cup, Mel?
1: Did you pick a amen, did you back a winner? Man, brother, yeah. winners are greener So you did have a win.
2: I had a bloody win. Yeah. All right. I had 50 each way on without a fight, and I didn't even have a fight. Oh, uh, it just took off and said, see you later.
0: Uh, <laughs> so what, what is, now that you've had, obviously, just three to four beers responsibly, and and you're gambling responsibly too, what does tonight look it? like? What, what do you have to do? Or are you going straight to bed?
2: Well, tonight yep. is um, I'm having some pork crackles at the moment <laughs> with another beer. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and then,
2: then yeah. it'll be... Into bed after a cup of tea because I've got to go to the bloody work
3: tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) May I ask what – don't obviously name the company. What kind of work do you do, Mel?
2: I'm a uh, rigger or they call us a PSC. (laughs) Yeah. All
0: right, Mel, appreciate your call, mate. Congrats on the win and the day. Don't name the company you work for. No, I'm going to name exactly what I do and who it was for. It's so Mal. out? That I, I have censored okay, that part, so cool. hopefully that's yeah. the way it went to air, but we'll never know. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. Australia taking on Afghanistan in the cricket tonight. Uh, they are all but secured to head along to the finals, which is wonderful news, 6.30. If you don't catch that, we'll dive into the game with our expert from Triple M Cricket in a second. But it just so happens this bloke has also, over the last 24 hours, been nominated as one of the Australian's of the year, which is an unbelievable nod for people that make our country better, none more so than the leader of Gotcha for Life, the best mental health charity in the country. Gus Wallen, congratulations.
3: Oh, thank you, mate. I honestly thought it was a prank from <laughs> Wendell Saylor and Jude Bolton when I got the phone call. Yeah. I honestly thought it's the type of shit that they would come up with. So Wendell's not that clever. We know that. Yeah. Now that it's all sort of here and yep. you know it's happening, I just I'm just so excited. I burst into tears once I worked out that. It was all legit and obviously just so excited for Gotcha for Life and, Mm. you know, the prospect of being able to, Elliot, you know, go around the country and and, and talk about mental fitness and talk about the, the stuff that's really important to get this suicide rate down. So, yeah, I soon turned to what could we do with it if we end up winning,
0: you know? Well, there's a free mental health gym uh, you can sign up for. I did the other week. Very easy to do it via the Gotcha for Life website as well. Looking forward to seeing you wear some sort of gold jacket when it comes to the awards night. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully, our Aussies get gold at the end of this World Cup tournament. Mate, we're, we're trending in the right direction. Is tonight a danger game, though? Oh,
3: certainly is. And we're not quite sure of our team. Smith, he's got a bit of vertigo, so he's not quite sure if he's going to play. Do you, do you bring Marsh back in? Do you bring Maxwell back in? What do you do with... With Manas, who's obviously played really well when he's got the opportunities, we just we're fumbling around a little bit at the moment, mm. not quite knowing what our top eleven is. So if we get this result, then we can literally rest a few blokes in the last game against Bangladesh because we'll be sure secured of second or third, which is really key because you miss India, you end up getting India. Hopefully in the final, they could have an off day and you win the whole thing. So it's a really important game just to lock in um, tonight that second or third spot. South Africa, you know that they're going to choke it up. They've already proven that against India the other day. Yeah, who's going to come fourth? Probably Pakistan or New Zealand, you would think. So, you know, slotting yourselves in tonight and having that so you can rest up is perfect.
0: Uh, Glenn Maxwell expected to return. For those that missed it, had a concussion, missed last game falling off a golf cart. Now, last year he had a weird leg break in an odd circumstance too. uh, Away from game day, do we need to start banning him from going outside or or wrapping him in in cotton wool or what? You
3: know what happened earlier? They were like 300 metres away from the team bus, so they all decided to sort of climb onto that final golf cart so they could all sort of drive in there together so yeah of course when it's not quite going your way you know you fall off the back and you don't just fall off the back and roll you fall off your back and bang your head yeah in the end you know his form's been really good that that really quick hundred then he got another good score and against against England would have been nice to have in there but he's rested up now Mm -hmm. you're right he should come back but so should miss Mars so does Manus miss out now what does Smithy do if he's fit so there's a lot to work out at the moment, but we're in a good shape. We started poorly. We knew it was going to be tough early, but nice soft ending, and we might get through now second or third, and then it's anyone's business, mate, and you know that we can win World Cups when we're there or there and about.
0: Just very quickly before you go, Gussie, a lot of people flicking on the tellies tonight are going to watch Afghanistan for the first time. Uh, Rashid Khan is their marquee superstar. What can you tell us about him?
3: Oh, look, he's amazing, and if you like cricket at all or if you have known the big bash, he's been brilliant for the Adelaide Strikers now for many, many years. He's just one of those really fantastic spin bowlers. Um, Shane Warne was his hero growing up. He wanted to be a bowler like Warney. He bowls a little bit quicker than Warney. doesn't loop it up as much, but he's a quality cricketer and doesn't mind knocking around a little bit at the back end of the innings too. So a quality cricketer and a type of, like that a world-class player that um, you can really build a side around. And Afghanistan, I mean, very well known all the troubles of their land, but their cricket team at the moment is uh, – is doing them absolutely proud. They've had some great wins as a Minnow Nation.
0: Should be a fun one tonight. Queensland time, 6.30. The first ball will be bowled. Australia taking on Afghanistan. Uh, We wish the Aussies well. And congrats once more to to Gus Wallen, our mate. An unbelievable nod to be nominated for Australian of the Year. Well done, legend. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you again soon.
3: Good on you, Willie. I hope AB's better uh, soon as well, brother. Take care. Bye-bye.